Hello, everyone. My apologies for this being a day late. I have been sick this week. I had two days of just general sickness, and it sucks being sick. But it ain't that typical man flu thing where uh, all the ladies think that uh, the men can't be sick. It was just me being sick, just trying to burn my way through it. I got the Joe method. Ask me about it. I feel like it, uh, it consists of recognizing your denial that you're sick early and getting on top of things really quickly. Some sort of nuclear reaction and, uh, and riding out the fevers. But anyway... Hydrate, people. It's important. Uh, But on to food for thought. Oh, I got it right. I didn't have to redo it. This time I've uh, decided to talk about how this system is rigged. There's a question mark at the end of that, and that's because is it, is the system we're all a part of rigged? I'm going to open it up with uh, Newton's third law. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Physics, people, physics. Is life just about physics? I don't know, but uh, I just started to see a pattern or something was, it became apparent to me when I was uh, hearing about climate protesters in Australia and then the police arresting climate protesters and then almost doing this crazy ass terrorism type bail conditions where people can't talk to people of parties and I don't know, people call it draconian, whatever you want to call it, it just sounds fucking nuts uh, that uh, a government would have such a heavy opinion about uh, people protesting about climate. I mean, geez, outside of violent protests, nonviolent protests, I mean, people should be able to do whatever the hell they want. We really don't live in a world whereby, you know, me having an opinion about whether or not the, the planet's dying should affect the government, right? Right? I don't know. It feels really weird that the government would have such a knee-jerk, heavy-handed, crazy reaction to protest, especially uh, to the fact where it's just words, right? It's just people having opinions. Governments have opinions. They say words all the time. They tell us how to think and how to how to live and how to do everything. They have more control over this than anybody. You have like a few people grouped together and start having an opinion about whether or not the government should do more work to fix the planet so we can all stick around, and boom, things get a little bit crazy, right? Things get a little bit nuts. So why, uh, why Newton's third law, you might ask? Well, you know. Cause and effect, causality. We're talking about for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction, right? Normally, it's a balanced reaction, right? If I throw uh, a rock at a wall and that wall reacts by bouncing the rock back, that's cause and effect, right? That's simple. Why would the government have such a heavy-handed world governments not just australia around the world why would we be having why would they be having such a crazy reaction to this particular climate protest it's an interesting question joe oh why don't you try to answer that for us well look this is crazy joe conspirator hat tinfoil all over the place saying if the government did not believe that there was any issue with climate change or that that the flow and effects of the changes would have zero damage or zero change or zero financial implication or that everybody would get to keep their cushy little government jobs, they wouldn't 
bulk an eyelid for protest. But because the noise is so much more greater than it has been, and because the impact of the required changes to make the changes to save the planet or to do, do what we have to do to curb this one out would have such a damaging effect to the government that everybody would have to make so many changes they wouldn't be able to have the same way of life they would have, then they are reacting accordingly. We must shut this down. And if at any point in time, anything, and it doesn't have to be government or any, you could be in the workplace, you could be at home, you could be having an argument with your partner. As soon as you say something that's too close to home, they want to shut it down, then you know something's going on, right? Something greater is at hand and it's bigger on their end and they know more or they have something bigger to cover up. I know that's conspiracy talk, but the point is, is that the fact that they are reacting so strongly to something as simple as climate protest, which has been around for decades, now they are reacting in such a heavy-handed way where they're doing crazy things like putting crazy bell conditioning, arresting people, you know, doing all this sort of stuff to effectively nonviolent protesters, right? People who are just grouping together to have, um, you know, a voice about what they believe in, which is what we are led to believe we're allowed to do. Uh, you know, it kind of makes me wonder what the bigger issue is they're covering up what are they what are they doing because if it if there was nothing there in climate change and they could just do what they needed to do to adhere to it they'd just do it and they wouldn't care whether or not we were protesting people were protesting they would just sit there in their righteousness in their rightness and they would just say well look we need nothing to worry about Right? It's a game of poker, right? If they didn't have anything to worry about, they wouldn't worry about it and they wouldn't be doing such a heavy-handed bluff. right? And the bluff is we can come down with you with all of our force and all of our might to, to lock this out. right? So I don't know. It's not just about government. It's not about protesters. But I mean, it's just a little bit of a call out. The world is on fire, people. And this ain't climate change fire. This is literal fire. I mean, how many, how many whiffs of protest news have you heard about or strike news? I did a little digging. Hong Kong has been going since June. That's crazy. Indonesia has been protesting. The Netherlands, France, Peru, Haiti, Lebanon, Syria, Israel, Chile, and then all the climate strikes around the world. I mean, what is going on? The place has been flipped on its head. Nobody's happy anymore. And it makes you wonder why. Why is it the case that nobody seemingly is very happy with the way that things are being run? Because there is a giant gap between so many things. And one of those big things is a distribution of wealth. That's one massive thing. Um, the fair treatment of humans, that's another big deal thing. You know, we've got all these constructs in place and these systems in place to protect society. But that society doesn't get to operate in a way that's fair and justifiable for everyone, right? Now, I'm not saying kumbaya, everybody's got to get the same thing because there's some real piece of shit people out there. And some people don't deserve to, put, you know, basically because they won't put it in the work to get the good, right? But the people that work hard and want to get the good and just want to get home for dinner, I mean, we should not have to worry about all this extra shit. We shouldn't worry about everything going on, you know, the way that it's going on, right? You know, we shouldn't have to feel like we're in this constant maze as a mouse chasing that cheese, just wondering if we're going to find it to get a very little minuscule reward at the end to just have to turn around, find our way back through that maze. You know, whether you know it or not, you are being puppeted by something or someone, right? Is it just exactly what's going on all the time? You know, and this reminds me, put that fucking phone down, people. Learn how to navigate the world on your own. It's important. 
You do not need the dumb boxes telling you what you need to think. Use the thing that you've been given, which is your brain, to figure out how to filter information, to understand the world so that you can make better decisions and participate in what the societal system we were meant to participate in. Do not let the dumb box rule you. It is designed to do just that. Now, pardon me. Now, this isn't just the government that needs you to do your part, right? You know, this is more about the generation of money so that we can, you know, uh, I don't know, take so that they can, like, how do you explain this? The entire system is built off the fact that we all have a trade, a cash trade system. And we're all here to generate money. So if I make a hundred bucks in Australia, uh, you know, roughly 60, maybe 70% of that gets taken away from me. So to spend $30 or 40 bucks right in the grocery store, I have to generate probably about $100 worth of uh, income so that I can buy food. Now, that is pretty crazy in itself, and that isn't the case all around the world, but you know, let's say if it was 50%, or let's say it was the opposite. Let's say I had to make, to spend $30 in the, uh, $40 in the store, I only had to make 80 bucks or you know, whatever. But the point is, is that my money that I make isn't my money. I'm doing that on behalf of the government so that they can say, adjust it, and, and, and tell me what I'm allowed to have right? Money isn't mine. So it isn't mine until it goes through some sort of algorithm so that I can have some. And then at that point, that money is then given to me after some of it's taken away to go back to society for the better good of society. And then I am being given that lump sum so that I can spend it. Now, when I go to spend that, if it's on petrol, if it's on groceries, if it's on any anything, there's more tax that comes out of that, that eats away at that. So then I'm paying tax on my taxed money. So then there's tax on tax that I'm paying, and in petrol, and if I'm buying petrol or gas, then there's tax on tax on tax because that petrol's being taxed. They're making money on the petrol. They're making money on the, the tax, the GST. Then they made money on my income. They're also making money on the business tax on the other side of that. There's multiple tax layers that then continue to filter up into the government. Now, we might all go, okay, well, that's all well and good. Our government needs this money so that we can have a better country to live in or a better society to live in. But then I asked the question myself the other day, what has changed in my life that has made anything better? For instance, I've been living in Australia for the last almost 20 years. So let's round that up. In the last time, in the lump amount of time that I've been here, has anything gotten better as a result of tax? I would say zero things. Zero public uh, infrastructure works have gotten better. A lot of money's been spent. Take public transportation as um, as a, just one area that they spend money. Or roads is one area that they spend money. Build a better road meant to be faster, meant to get you around quicker. It becomes privatized. It costs you more money to use it. So actually, I paid taxes to pay for a thing so that I could be charged to use it later on an ongoing basis at a higher rate. And on top of that, there's still tax on that GST. So then I'm being paid even more money. So I have to make even more money now to pay for the things that are supposed to make my life better that were part of a infrastructure works that were outsourced to then privatize. That's the road. So what about public transportation? Oh, we'll improve the train line system. Cool. They do it. They've fucked the entire system up to make the changes. They make the changes. It does do an improvement, but it costs me more money to do it. And they don't even bulk an eyelid of just 
increasing the in, uh, the price for you to then ride a less efficient train line for the period at which they're doing the works for when at what point they put the new thing in uh, multiple years later at which point they'll probably increase the price yet again. So again, I've paid taxes to make something better to have a, uh, I guess what you might call short-term instead of long-term, short-term downside of usage where it's less efficient to use, uh, cost me more to use it when it's less efficient to cover the works, which I've already paid for with my taxes, that I'm being taxed again to use with GST to then go down the path of having to spend more time in public transportation with a less efficient train line to then hopefully get a better train line later and hope that that doesn't cost more money than what it did in the short term because they've already inflated the price and they need that money to cover the costs. Oh, sorry, I just had to have a breath after that. I don't feel like any of this stuff is for the greater good. Look, I'll make my money and I'll pay the taxes or whatever the fuck that means. But at the end of the day, I'm not seeing the benefits. There's a, if this if governments were a business and we start to spin this into a business, their performance is abysmal. The amount of money that they make and spend for what they get, projects on time, all the things that we're all held accountable as lower level slaves of the system, we don't get it. We don't get we get held accountable and far more accountable than anybody else does who who does all this great stuff, uh, you know, with the government, all this great works that they're doing. They don't do it well. It's horrid. And if anybody talks about working with the government, they all know it's a gravy train of just revenue that they're going to make. Again, cheating in order to prosper. And let's talk a little bit more about this sort of craziness that's going on. Where who is paying the taxes? What where does ta there's all these people that make all this money, but somehow they're cheating and they don't have to pay as much taxes. They're somehow able to to pay to not pay taxes uh, or to just not pay the amount they're required to do, to pay. I mean, cheating, again, oh my God, it's just insane, insane to me to think about. But the point is, is that like, you know, uh, I just caught that this Reddit post, um, which was uh, shining a light on AOC, the Alexandria ocasio Casio Cortez. I hate saying names poorly. I feel very bad about that. But uh, they call her AOC, which I think is shit. I think we should probably try to. Um, I think it's Alejandra Casio Cortez. Anyways, butchering it, and I I'm I'm apologizing because I feel like I'm an asshole for that. But she has been talking a lot about taxing the rich, and everybody freaks out. All the rich freak out, and she has made a, drawn a line in the sand, which I think is brilliant because it's the first time I've ever heard anybody draw a line in the sand. She said, when we say tax the rich, she's talking about, she says, we mean nesting doll yacht rich, for-profit prison rich, Betsy Devo student loan shark, loan shark rich, trick the country into war rich, subsidizing food, uh, workforce with food stamps rich because that kind of rich is simply not good for society and it's like 10 people. Like she's she actually is articulating, you know, in a to a certain degree the 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 thing I'm seeing, which is, you know, the system is crazy rigged. People can get away with crazy shit. And we're not talking about people that worked hard and are successful should have to pay more tax. That's not what I'm talking about either. I'm just talking about the people that have so much money they never have to think about it again should pay the the thing the tax to do the thing so that all the people that can't afford to pay for everything don't have to pay so fucking much. It's just crazy. And I don't know what that is in this world of politics and my viewpoint, but, you know, I just can't help to think that this whole thing has been rigged and we're all just idiots that have to wander around doing our thing on a regular basis in the hopes that we just somehow win the fucking lottery. 
anyways, I'm a madman. I'm just ranting at this point and my frustrations. Um, and again, this is food for thought. This is just some sort of crazy thing that I'm dealing with. But, uh, you know, look. It's a weird it's a weird thing being put onto a planet with no choice to have been put, been been given to be put here. I didn't choose to be here. I just got born into it. And I was given a road, uh, you know, a ticket that was punched by my parents and I was, you know, a product of an environment that uh, you know, it is. And then I got to this point where I had to make all these choices and I'm in and out on all this sort of stuff. Um, but the zombie apocalypse is upon us, people. You're either aware of it or you're not. Um, you know, and you're, you know, you're either part of this fight to say what brand of butter is better, or you just realize butter's butter. Um, and, uh, I just don't know at what point it makes sense to continue to participate in the system, uh, blindly. Uh, I'm trying to open my eyes and I feel like the more I look at it, the more I stare at it, the more I learn about it, the more I become disenfranchised with it. And it becomes quite painful to think about why, you know, what is this slave race I'm a part of? And again, I'm sorry I said slave race because it's not about paying any disrespect to that uh, term at all. It's just the simple point that I don't know if at any point we're not subject to some sort of indentured servitude by being born onto a planet and being a part of a country. Um, the, they try to tell you you're free, but in reality, you're not. Uh, and that sort of reality to me sucks. So that's food for thought. This is number five. Uh, my apologies for the downer, uh, but this is sort of a thing I'm doing. You know, I need to get this shit out of my head and into the world. That's part of what I'm doing. Um, I appreciate the listenage, the listenage, the listeners, the people, the patronage. Uh, and I hope you all have a great day. Uh, peace out, everybody. Bye. Bye.